KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. On the bounce here is going to be Techmeyer, who gives it to Coster on the left wing. Coster's out there, going to get a screen from Straka, gets it inside for Straka. Straka back out for Techmeyer. Techmeyer drives, will float, and score! Jake Techmeyer with the bucket. Two seconds. Bearcats win it! Today, the Kearney Bearcats hit the road to battle the Silverhawks of Lincoln Southwest. High School Basketball in Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Struving gets it inbounded to her, and off a screen, they'll give it to Ross, who's open for three, and she hits it! Mariah Ross drains the three-pointer, a good look there, good offensive set for Kearney High. Tonight's girls' contest features a pair of top ten teams, while the red-hot Carney boys look for an eighth win over their last nine games. It's the Bearcats and Silverhawks coming up next, but first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Lincoln with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terrier Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Lincoln Southwest High School as the Bearcats open to get a split doubleheader here as they lost the girls' game 49-43. to Tough loss here for the Bearcats in a battle of top 10 teams. Carney High will be the prohibitive favorite here in the boys' game. They come in with a record of 8-4. and Lincoln Southwest is 4-11 and on the year, and worst news for them is they will be without their services of Cameron Frederick their point guard, sophomore, little, uh, he's got the flu. And so he's not even here tonight. So Alex Ba, the head coach for Lincoln Southwest, is going to have to find some way to uh, get uh, a, a different point guard out there and handle the pressure that Carney High comes in. So a team that has lost 10 of their last 12 ball games, Lincoln Southwest, is going to have to find a way to, to, to handle Carney High here. They do obviously have the home court advantage tonight. But the Bearcats will be a favorite in our game tonight. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Proudly brought to you by Terry Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll give you the starters here from Lincoln Southwest right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back here to Lincoln Southwest High School. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Ian Carney will begin, first of all, for the home team. Lincoln Southwest, 4-11 and 11 on the year. Their starters go like this. Jaqueline Mays is a six-foot-tall junior. He averages about uh, 10.5 points and 3.6 rebounds per ball game. Also making the start will be Colin Cole, 5'10 and a junior. He'll be playing point guard for the most part. He is averaging 4.6 points. And uh, about 1.2 rebounds per game. Lisey Spillin in for the injured starting point guard normally, Cameron Frederick. Trevor Bogle is a six-foot-tall senior, and Bogle on the year is uh, averaging 13 points and about uh, one rebound. Jacob Dowd, 6'4", and a senior, is averaging 6.3 points and three rebounds a game. And Cole Homer, a six-foot-tall senior, We'll start as well. Homer is averaging 5.3 points and 2.6 rebounds. A contest here for Lincoln Southwest. For the Carney High Bearcast, Jake Techmeyer, 6'1", senior, is averaging 11.3 points and uh, about two rebounds a game. Trey Clevenger, a 5'9", senior, is averaging four points and two rebounds a game. Ryan Koski, 6'2", also a senior, Koski's averaging 6.3 points and seven rebounds a game. Shiloh Robinson, a sophomore, 6'6". He's averaging 12.8 points and 9.2 rebounds a game. Cannon Coster, 6'3", and a junior. Coster is averaging 17.6 points and three, excuse me, 7.3 rebounds a game. Again, your starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Southwest, of course, in their Home white uniforms, the Bearcats in their road black uniforms, says Carney across the front. Of course, blue numbers, letters, and a little bit of white trim on there. And we're all set and ready to go. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Proudly brought to you by Terry Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. They're exchanging niceties at midcourt. Robinson will be in the ju- doing the jumping here for Carney High and Dow doing the honors for Lincoln Southwest. Southwest, as we mentioned, losing 10 of their last 12 ball games, and the tip is still being tipped around, and finally coming up with it is going to be Dowd. So the possession of the basketball is going to belong to Lincoln Southwest here to get things started, and they'll kick the ball on the uh, right wing. With it is going to be Cole. Cole will hand it off here. Dowd had it, and he'll give the ball out here for Mays. Mays will kick on the right wing for Cole. Cole kicks into the corner. There's Homer. Homer, that's not his game shooting that three-pointer, so they'll work it back around. Bogle has it. Gives it right side here for Mays. Mays dribbles behind his back. Will spin. Kick out for the dish. Bogle will fire the three, and he hits the three. So Trevor Bogle with the three-pointer, and the first three points of the game belong to Southwest. So Clevenger on the bounce here for Carney High. Will kick it right side for Techmeyer. Around to Koski, into the corner over on that uh, left side. Is Clevenger again. Gives it top of the circle here for Coster. 
Entry pass for Robinson. Robinson takes it in the lane, kicks it back around the perimeter. They get out to Keckmeyer. Keckmeyer's going to kick left side. Clevenger for three. In and out, no good. Coster with the offensive rebound. He'll take it off the glass and score. So Coster makes the putback, and it's a one-point ball game. Very early on, Cats pressure, nearly turned over, but Cole brings in the offensive end. He's shut off by Coster, so they'll reset the half-court offense here. Bogle on the bounce, works around the perimeter. They give it off on the right side. Homer's got it on the baseline, worked against Clevenger. Posting up there is Dowd. Dowd will take it off glass and score. Nice ball movement there by Lincoln Southwest. And it is a 5-2 lead here in the early stages. Techmeyer was open for the three, but wasn't in rhythm when he made the catch. So they'll work back around the perimeter. Right wing, Coster's got it. Gives it for Clevenger. Techmeyer this time is in rhythm. He'll get a little screen, but he'll back out. Kick right side for Clevenger. They're looking inside for Robinson, but back around the perimeter out for Techmeyer. Techmeyer gets the ball back, gives out for uh, Coster. Coster has his pocket pick by Mays, but then Koski gets the ball right back. He'll kick for Techmeyer. He's in rhythm, and he hits a three. Good job there by Koski to maintain the possession and then kick it. Cats right now pressuring the basketball, but Homer's got it, and he'll throw it up ahead here for Mays. Mays, tough shot in traffic, no good. And Techmeyer will pull down the rebound. So here comes Carney High. A trail three. Nope, Coster's going to roll the ball out for Clevenger on that left side. Set a screen for him. Clevenger with a high dribble working against Bogle. We'll give it right side for Techmeyer. Techmeyer gets a screen. From Robinson, they enter it inside for Robinson. Great pass by Koski, and Robinson keeps the defender in his back pocket, lays it up to glass and in. Carney now has the lead for the first time. Cats will pressure the ball, and a timeout being taken by Southwest. It's timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Pressure on the ball. Southwest calls the timeout. They trail it 7-5 here with 5.14 to go in the first back after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Southwest has not handled the Carney High pressure extremely well. They inbounded here for Mays. Mays splits the defense, tries to outrun everybody. They kick right side. They'll pull up for three. That's going to be no good, and the long rebound is taken out by Carney High. Snagging the bound for the Cats there was Carson Schwarz who checked in, and his long pass is going to be off the mark, and it will go out of bounds. So Schwarz with the uh, rebound, but the long outlet pass ends up being a turnover. But it gives the opportunity for Carney High to pressure the basketball here as Dowd will toss it in, and he gets it for Cole. Cole filling in for Frederick, who, as we mentioned, under the weather, not even in attendance here tonight because he's sick. Driving here is Mays. Shot no good, and Robinson will pull down the rebound. Up high there with Shiloh Robinson pulling down that defensive rebound after the little runner. Entry pass inside, and we're going to have a hand check foul called here on Bogle. That'll be his first. Again, Frederick out because of injury. That is, or out of because of in, illness. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting back to the game of life, two locations in Kearney. Cats are healthy. No injuries, no illness, no nothing. 
Ball going to be inbounded here for Brant Barth, who checked in. And uh, it's going to be uh, knocked out of bounds off of Techmeyer. Passed down that sideline. Dowd came up with it, and the official started indicating the wrong way, caught himself, and uh, he gives the ball here to Southwest. Mays will set a screen as they kick here right side for Dowd. Dowd gets it out for Bogle, back to Dowd. Now left side, Alec Hunsecker, who checked in a little bit ago. They'll set a screen, and Mays has it. He'll kick left side here for Homer. Homer will fire a three, no good, and rebounded by number three, Jake Techmeyer. Techmeyer pulls down the bound, and now Coster's going to kick right side for Schwarz. They get it off on that right side three-pointer. Good. Good stroke there by Brant Barth, who has his first three points of the night. And Carney High with a five-point lead. Mays, top of the circle, gets it down low. Good pass in fight for Dowd. Dowd missed it and going to be rebounded by Carney High. And we're going to have a uh, reach here. Schwarz pulled down the rebound after the uh, miss. And the foul against Southwest is going to go against Mays. Seidel checking in here for Southwest. Carter Seidel into the game, giving a little breather here for Homer. And now Techmeyer on the bounce. He'll get a screen from Robinson. Techmeyer working against Mays. Will now kick left side. Three-pointer up, in and out, no good. Mays will pull down the rebound. And Mays pass going to be knocked out of bounds by Techmeyer. And the official says that Southwest ball, the officials get together. It happened right in front of Coach Peronic and Drake making the case that uh, the other official should have overruled him. As it is, there will be Dowd inbounding the basketball. He'll throw it for Hunzecker. Hunzecker hands off here to Mays. Cats going man-to-man. Pressure being put on by Schwarz. Now back out here for Dowd. Dowd top of the circle, and he'll be uh, pressured there by Barth. And a little ball fake there by Hunzecker on that right side. He'll dribble. Gives it out for Mays. Mays stopped by Coster, and so he'll stop the elbow. Backdoor cut, and they're going to call a foul. They're going to say two shots here. I thought they were having trouble with the pass, and they were juggling it, but they're going to say that uh, Bogle was going up with the ball, and the foul is going to be, and I agree with the foul call, but Robinson is going to be called for the foul, and it's going to end up with a couple of free throws. So the free throw by Bogle is up and good. So he makes the first two instead of it being a ball inbounded. Southwest gets their sixth point of the game. They trail it now 10-6, 3.08 to go. Bogle's second free throw was good, so he makes both of them. He's got five of the, in the game. He's got five of the seven points here. And the ball inbounded to Carney High's Carson Schwarz. Schwarz, great ball fake, opens up some space, dribbles, gives it in for Robinson. Robinson reverse layup, good. Shiloh Robinson, nice job with that reverse layup, but I'm telling you, that was some good dribbling to get that all set up. Mays dribbling behind his back, and they're going to call a little hand check foul here on Carney High. That'll be on Schwarz. And these officials are calling the boys' game a lot tighter than they call the girls' game. Different officials, by the way. Girls game, they kind of let them play. And it wasn't physical, but they let them play. It's been called pretty tight here in the early stages. 
Southwest gets Gavin Drews into the ball game. Drews will kick now here on the right side for Seidel. Seidel will set a screen on the dribble here is going to be Hunzecker. And around the perimeter we go. Left side, Drews has it. Drews, nice cut. And the left-handed shot by Seidel is good. That's nice ball movement. So Katz trying to answer back. Techmeyer on the baseline in a little trouble. Was able to kick it out here for Koski. Koski gets it out to Koster. Koster's three is no good. And rebounded by Bogle. Bogle with the bound. Entry pass inside. And then the three-pointer here going to be off the mark. And the long rebound is going to be last touched by Southwest. So Poland trigger kind of a trail three there with Sunzecker and got a, just a little bit of the iron and the officials over there, I'm not sure if they trying to de- determine whether or not somebody saw a touch there. I don't think they saw one, so it was last touched by Southwest on the shot. So Clevenger in the offensive end. We'll give it right side for Koski. Left wing with it here is going to be Koski. To Koster, top of the circle. Clevenger is going to enter it in, and there's going to be a, a foul in underneath. And, boy, and I say they're calling it tight, they're calling it tight. Carter Seidel with the foul. Often you come to Lincoln, it's more physical than what we see in, in greater Nebraska. Not, not tonight. It's being called tight. Clevenger on the baseline, just going to lob it near midcourt, catching it as uh, Schwarz. And Carson will kick right side for Cannon Coster. Back to Schwarz. Schwarz left side for Clevenger. He'll enter it into Robinson. Robinson, nice spin move in the lane. Takes it off the iron. It would not fall. But maybe you heard the whistle. He'll be going to the line. Now that one is not because they're calling it tight. That was a foul on Gavin Drews. His first. And to the line will be Shiloh Robinson for two. And the first one's good. Robinson, as we mentioned, is uh, averaging about uh, 13 points per ball game. And part of that comes because he's really worked on his uh, free throw shooting, shooting 44%. And it really feels like he shoots better than that because uh, his free throws are always on the rim. That one's in and out and goes out as it rattled out of there. And so he only gets one out of that possession. He's got five in the game. And uh, walking with it without any pressure on him is going to be Mays. Coster was out for a little bit. He checks back in the ball game now with a minute 40 to go here in quarter number one. 13 to 9, Cats with the lead. Entry pass, they're trying to get it into Coster, and it's going to be knocked out of bounds by Bogle. So on the baseline, Techmeyer will inbound it again. Coach Baronic calls the inbounds play. Techmeyer off the screen is now looking for Clevenger. Clevenger has it on the left wing, gives it to Schwarz. Right side for Coster. Coster dribbles behind his leg and actually hits his foot, and it'll go out of bounds. Uncharacteristic turnover there for Cannon Coster. So they'll toss in here for, by Gavin Drews. Drews for Cole. Who gives to Mays on that right wing? Four-point ball game. Mays kicks right side. Drews is going to fire a three. No good. Rebounded by Schwarz. Outlet up here to Coster. They've got numbers, and Coster's going to lay it off the glass and in. Coster with the bucket. After they got the uh, nice rebound there by Schwarz, and gives Schwarz credit for a great outlet pass as well. 
And here he helps knock the ball loose. It'll be a turnover. With it is uh, Clevenger. Clevenger, pass towards. Did he save it? Nope, he wasn't able to. So Carney High misses the connection with the pass, and they'll turn the ball right back over. Back into the game here for the Cats will be Koski. So it'll be Techmeyer, Koski, Koster, Robinson, and I'm missing one. Schwartz is in the game still. He's the only non-starter out there for the Cats. Cole is across the timeline. He'll drive, dish it on the baseline here for Dowd. Dowd working against Coster. Will spin, kick top of the circle here for Mays. Mays working against Robinson now. Splits the defense, puts up a little runner. That's going to be no good. Gets his own rebound, though. Fakes the pass on the inside. Kicks it out for the three. Here's Cole. Cole shot will not fall. And the rebound going to be taken out by Robinson. So Robinson will finally end it with a defensive rebound after the offensive rebound by Mays earlier. So Techmeyer with 13 seconds left has the dribble here. Cats up by six. Would love to add on to it. Nine seconds left. Give it to Coster on the right wing. Coster enters it inside for Robinson. Back out to Coster. Coster with two seconds left. Enters it in the lane for Koski. Koski jumper off the back of the iron at the buzzer. Would not fall. But Carney got a good look at it as they worked it for the final shot. And the Bearcats will head to the second quarter with a 15-9 lead here at Lincoln Southwest. We'll take a break. Back after this. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. A little distracted there. They were altering the uh, possession arrow. It is Carney High basketball to start the second quarter. Cats go with their starters out there. Backdoor cut for Robinson. Robinson gets the bucket. Great pass there by Koski from the high post, getting in a low post there for Shiloh Robinson. Pressure on the basketball, long pass up ahead. Mays is able to track it down, does not have numbers, will run, will shoot, be short. Koski pulls down the rebound. So back around the perimeter, Techmeyer has it, gives it for Koster. Koster back out for Techmeyer, left side for Clevenger. Clevenger lobs down low for Robinson. Robinson had trouble tracking it down. Takes on the baseline. Tries a reverse layup and hits a brilliant shot. That was not easy in traffic as he's able to bank it off the glass. His back was to the basket. Homer gets the pass up ahead as uh, the uh, Silverhawks break the press here. They get the bucket. And Carney High's lead is cut down to eight. They had a 10-point lead for just the shortest amount of time there. 19 to 11 as Techmeyer will spin. 
Give it out for Koski. Koski's going to drive. Flip it off the glass. It's in, and he's fouled. That's a schoolyard shot. They cycled through there, and Koski kind of followed Techmeyer after he went through the lane and was fouled. And I'm not exactly sure how he got that shot up as he flipped it up and in. That went up high and had a lot of English on it. The free throw is good. The foul, by the way, on Homer was his first. So Cats have doubled up Southwest here, 22-11. to 11. We're still early on here in the second quarter. Mays on the bounce, being picked up there defensively by Koski. He'll uh, penetrate, kick out here on the left side for Boyd. Boyd will fire a three, no good. Robinson will pull down the rebound. And they're going to call a hold here on Mays as he was trying to pressure Clevenger. Clevenger was handling the pressure very easily. Mays now has two fouls. So they might have to bring him out of the ball game. Yes, they will, as Cole will come back for him. So Mays has picked up two early fouls here with 6.25 to go in the second quarter. Cats 22-11 to 11 here at Lincoln Southwest. And Techmeyer's across the timeline. Gets a screen from Robinson, gets a screen from Coster, kicks it out to Coster. Coster was open for the three, but it's early in the possession. Didn't have rhythm, so he'll kick it to Clevenger, who's towing the line, and he hits the three-pointer. Trey Clevenger. Now with his first three points of the night. Techmeyer, Clevenger, Koski all have three. Robinson leading the way with nine. And uh, Coster has four. Ball being tipped from behind here by Koski and out of bounds. A little penetration by Dowd, but it was three jerseys in front of him and one behind him. I'm not sure where he thought he was going to go. In any event, Southwest will inbound on the baseline. Really fortunate after Koski knocked that ball loose, it didn't go to somebody wearing a black jersey. Carney on top by 14 as Southwest inbounds on the baseline. That's Bogle who will lob it near the uh, top of the circle here for Seidel. And dribbling right side is going to be Bogle. Bogle gives it for Dowd. Dowd, handoff here for Cole. Cole on the baseline, double team, dumps it for Dowd outside the lane. Has a shot blocked by Robinson. That's going to be a hell ball. Shiloh Robinson with the block. And it uh, will be Southwest basketball. Possession arrow is pointing their direction. So on the baseline, inbounding here will be Southwest. And they'll toss the ball for Hunzecker. Hunzecker, a little ball fake, but Koski not fooled. Kick it top of the circle here for Bogle. Around the perimeter on the left side is Dowd. Dowd hands off. Here's Hunzecker for three, and he hits the three. A dribble up three here for Hunzecker. And he's got his first three points of the game. Koski works around the perimeter now to Koster. Koster, tough shot, fouled as he's hit on the arm by Dowd. Koster got the defender in the air, and when that happens, he's at worst case, he's heading to the free throw line. So he's fouled on the shot, and he'll be shooting a couple. Coster's free throw is up and good. He's a 76% free throw shooter. And he makes the first one. 26 
14, Carney High with lead, 5-14 to go here in the second quarter, and the second free throw is good for Cannon Coster, who now has six in the game. And they're going to call a block over there. He's dribbling into trouble. Was calling Cole. They're going to call the block, I think, on Robinson. Robinson and Schwarz were both there. No, they decided that it's going to be on Schwarz. So Carson Schwarz with his second foul of the game. Three fouls against Carney High. Two of them are against Schwarz. And Southwest won't face as much pressure as they bring it up court this time. And they get it out here for Hunziker. On the baseline, Seidel has it. Seidel shoots over the top of Robinson. Shot won't fall. They're going to call Robinson for a foul. His second. Now four as a team. Yeah, Seidel will go to the line for two free throws. First one's no good. He's a 45% shooter. Hasn't been to the line a lot. Five of 11 from the line coming in. He misses the first. And he makes the second. So Seidel now with three in the game. Coster kicks out for Techmeyer. Techmeyer dribbles behind his back. Helps work it around the perimeter. A little baseline drive here for Brant Barth, who came in during the free throws. And they give it for Robinson, but it's going to be Joaquin Robinson who comes up with the bucket. little runner there for Joaquin. Jumper on the left side in transition. Will not fall for Hunzecker. Rebounded here for Coster. They give it for Robinson. That's Joaquin around the perimeter. Now Coster has it. Coster is going to hand off for Koski. Now penetration on the baseline to Barth, and he tries to get it out for Techmeyer, misses the target, and that'll be a turnover. Techmeyer wasn't just sedimentary there. He was kind of moving into an open area, but just the, the feeling, the communication was just a little bit off there with that pass on the baseline. Techmeyer was going to be open if they could have made the connection. Mays gets a screen. And now another screen being set by Seidel as the he'll be Bogle on that right side who pulls up for the jumper and he hits from 15. Off the screen, Bogle rattles it in, cuts the lead down to a dozen. Techmeyer will try a three here. That's going to be short. Rebounded by Southwest. That's Dowd pulling down the bound. A good look there for Techmeyer. Now Mays will drive. Good ball fake. Got the defender in the air. Puts up the shot. Will not go. Mays gets another offensive rebound. That one is going to be blocked by Coster. And I think they're going to call a foul here on Robinson. I doubt they give this to Coster. Yeah, it's uh, going to be on Joaquin Robinson. He got him on the body. The block by Coster was clean. But a couple of uh, offensive rebounds here for Mays. That's why he's at the free throw line to shoot two. And the first one is off the back of the iron and no good. Joaquin will come out. Shiloh Robinson checking back in. Also back in for the Cats, Ryan Koski. So the starters out there for the Cats. Techmeyer, Clevenger, Koski, Robinson, and Koster. Quillon Mays. They call him Q. Q's free throw is up and good. So he makes one out of two on this trip. And he has his first point of the game. He has four rebounds. I think all of them are offensive. Koski will give it to Koster, right side. Koster over for Techmeyer. Back to Coster. Coster, top of the key. 
Gives it to Clevenger. They try to enter it inside, but Mays knocks it loose, and they're going to say that Mays was able to throw it off of Clevenger. It almost went back onto Mays' leg when he went out of bounds, but uh, good work there by, by Q, forcing the Carney High turnover. 29-18, 3.22 to go here before halftime. At the break, we'll talk with Jason Boyd, head girls basketball coach for Carney High. Had a, a, a tough loss here. They led by one and then give up the final seven points of the game in the final minute and a half. Right wing, Dowd, is going to kick here left side for Bogle. Bogle has a shot blocked by Coster. Coster with another block. And the uh, ball is going to be pulled down by, there by Bogle. Bogle has it on that left side. Enters it inside for Seidel. Has it knocked loose by Techmeyer. Techmeyer on the dribble. Doesn't have numbers, but has a seam. Drives, floats, and scores. How he got that shot off, I'm not real sure. But Techmeyer, after forcing the turnover, is able to cash in. I think he wanted a foul call there. Foul didn't come, but the bucket did. And that's Techmeyer scoring his fifth point of the game. Off the screen, here's the three-pointer by Bogle. No good. Rebounded by Koster. Up ahead for Koski. Nice uh, work there by Robinson on the floor. He gets the ball down low, puts up a little one-handed hook. No good. And rebounded by Seidel. And we've got a whistle. Ball was knocked out of bounds by Koski. He knocked the ball loose and... Came up with it, but he uh, ended up on that sideline. So Mays will direct traffic as he brings it across the half-court stripe. Giving it for Cole. Cole finds an open area in the lane, and he'll pull up there for the jumper, and it's good. Found just a little open seam there. Coster brings it up ahead. They give it for Koski. And now Techmeyer with a minute 50. Will face man-to-man, dribbles off that left side, gets a screen from Coster, dribbles down to the baseline. Around the perimeter we go. Coster has it, works against the pressure, and lays it up with that left hand over Dowd, and Cannon Coster hits the bucket. 13-point lead here for the Cats. Eight points now for Coster. Robinson leading the way so far with nine in the game to go with three rebounds. Right side Bogle, kicks top of the circle here for Dowd. And Dowd is going to be fouled there by Clevenger. Went for the steal. Didn't have a very good angle. That'll be the first foul here on Trey Clevenger. Stops the clock with a minute 21 to go here in the second quarter. Six fouls against Carney High. Seven have been whistled against Southwest. So Southwest inbounds for the last time after a foul. And Mays gets in the backcourt. Call it tight early on, early on, and the kids did a nice job of adjusting to that. And there hasn't been as many fouls here down the stretch. Either that or the officials have backed off uh, that level of tightness. Call it tight early. You don't have to call it tight later. Mays works it back around the perimeter. Bogle gives it on that right wing to Cole. Cole working against Clevenger. A little hesitation dribble. Flips it underhanded and will score. That's not an easy shot. But Colin Cole hits it. And Techmeyer in transition. He'll put up a little runner. He's fighting for the rebound after the miss. Rebounded by Koski. Gives it to Clevenger. Back out to Koski. Koski gives it out to Koster on the left side. 40 seconds left. Now Koster will reset the offense, give it for Koski, and we're going to call a moving screen here against Carney High. And uh, that moving screen will go against uh, Sam Straka. His first foul. 
Offensive fouls. We don't shoot free throws. Both teams with seven. 33 seconds left. And Southwest, I would think, would want to milk it for the last shot here. Cole working against Clevenger. Gets a screen by Dowd. And Cole still working against the pressure. Has a little space now, so that five-second count is off. And, yeah, he's just dribbling around to try to work the clock. And, again, Cole, right side, throws it on the baseline for Homer. Homer in a little bit of trouble there. And Straka playing defense. They pressure the ball. Six seconds left. Southwest still has it. Driving here is Cole. Cole shot off the iron. No good. Rebounded by Carney High, and that's going to do it. Straka pulled down the rebound after the tough drive by Lincoln Southwest. And the Bearcats head to the locker room with an 11-point lead. It's 33-22 at intermission. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Check our halftime numbers. Hopefully have a chance to talk with Coach Boyd, talk about the girls' game. We'll do that and more when we come back to Lincoln Southwest right after this timeout. Searching for new ways to increase the net revenue on your farm? Aurora Cooperative and Syngenta have paired up to create two unique opportunities for our owner customers that help them achieve more profit on every acre. The Enigen and Grower Advantage programs allow customers to receive additional premiums on their corn bushels. With the Enigen program, growers can receive a 33 to 50 cent premium, while the Grower Advantage program allows customers to receive a 10 cent premium when they use NK brand seed corn and Syngenta crop protection products. Contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist to see what programs and premiums are available in your area. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity work for your farm, your cooperative, in your future. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. <clears throat> and welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're here at halftime where Carney High leads Lincoln Southwest in boys basketball 33-22. to at halftime of the girls' game, uh, it was a comfortable lead for Southwest. Cats were able to uh, come back and take a 43-42 lead, but then fall here to Southwest 49-43. Kind enough to join us to talk about Jason Boyd. And All right, what'd you say at halftime? Because you guys came back and, and at the start the second half, you guys had a, a great start to the second half. Right. I, I wasn't too happy at halftime. Um, I, I just, I mean, the message basically was we're better than this. Um, you know, I wouldn't have been so upset with them if I didn't believe in them. And, and we just came out and we were really flat and we, and their pressure really got to us. And that bothered me a lot that we couldn't even get in an offense. And we, we just kind of talked about 
you know, getting yourself open on the wing, you know, starting, you know, slowing down a little, walking your band down to the block and then popping out and getting open on the wing because we were catching the ball like 35 feet from the basket most of the time and we couldn't run any of our stuff. Um, and, and, and we also, we got, a, we, we switched and we got Alexis to point a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which helped. I mean, she's a pretty athletic kid. And so having her at the point made it tougher for them, uh, to pressure us. We got the ball where we wanted it a little bit more. Um, and then, uh, ran our stuff and our kids just competed like crazy. And that's what was so frustrating yeah. about getting a lead and then still losing. And, and, but the lesson learned, you know, I told the kids is we, we can't start like that anymore. We cannot come out and play like that. The first half, I mean, you're playing the number four team in the state. Um, and you know, to give yourself a chance, you just can't start like that. And the way we battled and competed was, was, I was happy about that, but we got to learn from, from what we did that first half. It really seemed once you got into, you were more comfortable handling the ball, got in your offense, they over pursued so much that there was kind of those backdoor cuts. And like you said, Alexis kind of made him pay. And, you know, again, very unselfish ball by, by, by the entire team, just passing the ball to whoever was open. And it turned out to be Miss quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Miss had an awesome second half. In fact, you know, going into the year, I don't think a lot of it, people expected us to, to be playing the way we are right now. And we are playing well. We're just running into a really tough tough stretch of games right now, um, lot, losing to good teams and close games. And uh, I think Alexis is a big part of that. I mean, I think she had 14 against Miller North in a close game. I mean, we were down one late, late, late in that game. And then they hit a couple threes and we lost by seven. And then tonight she had 22 um and so she's really really playing well for us right now and you, you kind of talked about your schedule you've played a lot of teams that that have winning records pretty good team i mean you've really had a very very tough schedule and that's just going to strengthen you guys throughout the course of the year really when playoff time when it really matters yeah i mean my first my first few years here we were playing in the hayes tournament we were playing a lot more class b's and and we you know even next year we don't we really don't have any class b's uh, uh, other than our conference tournament so schedule's gotten tougher uh record it's hard to have you know the record that we we've had some years uh because of that but it definitely has made us better throughout the season we've gotten better and then late late in the year when we're playing districts we're a better team because of it i think and not only the the class a but it seems like about half the teams you're playing class a have have winning records uh i also want to talk a little bit about mariah uh she finished with 13 and again just steady i think she had like four points every quarter it seemed like yeah she, that doesn't add up to 13 usually. well the second half she really picked it up i thought and and got some good looks for us and, and i mean she has to be scoring for us uh, and, and she's been a steady scorer for us all year and she has to continue that for us to be successful and Ed, you kind of mentioned offensively being frustrated the first half really putting it together in the second half handling the pressure you guys really did a nice job pressuring the ball especially after intermission and really that gap of turnovers from the first half you were able to close in the second half i had you guys being pretty much dead even with them turnover wise in the entire game yeah second half i thought we uh you know we we went to our full court diamond which we haven't really ran a lot this year um went to that and then we still trapped in the half court got a lot of steals got us going you know it's just hard it's hard to continue to to play that way for a whole half against a good team they're going to start beating it they're going to get some easy baskets so it's tough and then late in the game you know we we finally get a lead you know, do you stick with that or do you go back to a zone? But that's what got us lead. And that was the kind of tough decision we were we were coming up with late. And then we just had a hard time getting stops late in the game. They got some good kids. I mean, they got some young kids that are really, really talented that are that are being recruited by some some really good schools. And so they're a tough team and, and a tough matchup for us because they're pretty big, too. Yeah. And they, um, you know, they, they got an offensive rebound. They turned you over in the last minute and a half and did miss a single free throw down the stretch. And there was a couple of 50-50 calls you guys could have got. And didn't get. 
Right. Yeah, it was frustrating on the stretch because we 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 pulled out those games when we get a lead late. We usually yeah. have been hanging on to that, um, and that was frustrating. Uh, but you know, happy with the way the kids responded. Um, you know, after a, a poor first half, um, effort was awesome in the second half. Um, and now, you know, we got to do it again tomorrow night because you're playing Lincoln East, who is the you know defending state champ, uh, ranked 10th in the Journal Star right now. Um, and so playing a, a tough team there and uh, um, all and they're big. They start three six footers, um, six footer bigger. Um, so, again, it's going to be a tough matchup that way. I mean, it doesn't get any easier than the next week. And our next game is Mil- or is Omaha Westside, who's ranked third right now. So, I mean, we got we knew going into the year that mm-hmm. we had this six game stretch with a lot of tough games and we're two and two in it right now. We got two left. Yeah, uh, and we'll have the game uh, against Lincoln East tomorrow, and we'll okay. see you then. All right, thanks a lot, Randy. Coach, appreciate it. Jason Boyd, head basketball coach for the Carney High girls, who uh, fell 49-43. The boys are leading it 33-22 here at halftime. We'll take a quick break, and we'll give you our numbers for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is eager to serve your livestock production needs. Hello, this is Cody Heinrich. With winter in full swing, now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral, livestock supplements, and equipment needs. Our Aurora team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation that includes customized ration balancing that works for you. Contact me or your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutritionist to learn more and take advantage of our early mineral and supplement booking programs. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's South Central Avenue, Carney. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's check some halftime numbers for Lincoln Southwest. are being led by Trevor Vogel, who has seven points, three rebounds here in the first half. Colin Cole with four points in the game. Alex Unzecker with three. Carter Seidel with three and a rebound. Jacob Dowd with two. And Kyle Homer with two. Q Mays with one point as well. They're shooting 29% here in the first half. Two of ten from three-point range. Four or six from the free throw line. Meanwhile, for the uh, Carney High Bearcats, again, pretty balanced scoring as they're being led so far by Shiloh Robinson. He's got nine points, three rebounds. Cannon Coster, eight points, four rebounds. Jake Techmeyer with five and two. Trey Clevenger with three points. Ryan Koski with three. Brant Barth with three. And Joaquin Robinson has two points as well. Bearcats unofficially shooting 65% here in the first half. Four out of five from the free throw line, and they're three of seven from three-point range, so they're shooting about 43%. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. And it is Bearcat basketball to start the fourth qu- the uh, third quarter here as we start the second half. And they'll... Get it to Coster on that right side. Skip pass over to Clevenger in the corner. Back out for Koski. Right side for Techmeyer on the right wing, who gives it to Coster, who will fire an NBA three. No good. And the long rebound being taken out by Southwest, and they're going to co- commit the foul. Trevor Bogle pulled the long rebound, and the Bearcats just kind of grabbing at it and grabbing Jersey. You dang near could call that an uh, intentional foul here on Techmeyer. That's his first of the game. They didn't. I wouldn't have had a major argument if they would have, though. <laughs> 
They inbound the ball here for Mays. And Mays is going to be picked up here man-to-man by Koski. Left wing, it's Bogle. Bogle dumps it off here for Homer. Homer from that left wing, not going to shoot a three from there. Gives it to Mays. Mays is going to drive, working against Koster, and he'll hit the tough shot. Koster's got about four shots that he's altered and about two blocks. That time, Mays was able to drive past him and get the bucket. Robinson, have they entered into him, kicks it out to Clevenger, who will shoot the three-pointer. That's no good. Offensive rebound for Koski. Koski can't get the putback to go, and they'll work it back around the perimeter, and they're going to call a travel here on Kearney High. So Katz will pressure the ball. And on the baseline, it's Dowd. Gets it up ahead to Mays. Mays has a seam. They've got numbers. He dribbles behind the back, floats in the lane, and it's good. The Quaylen Mays floats, and a nice job there creating some space. He's kind of feeling it right now. Need him to cool down as the lead is cut down to seven. Techmeyer kicks left side for Clevenger. Back to Techmeyer on the left wing. Mays defending him. Techmeyer drives, kicks out for Clevenger. Clevenger open for three. In and out, no good. Rebounded by Koski. Koski, great up and under move, and he'll put it over the top of the rim and in. Nice job there by Koski. So a little pressure here for Southwest, but they're handling it okay. They get it across the line, giving it to Dowd. Dowd's going to drive as he shot blocked by Robinson. They're going to give a foul here. I think that'll go against Robinson. Yep, and that's going to be his third. Not a lot of contact there, but enough, and Dowd will go to the line and shoot a couple. Dowd is 62% free throw shooter. Misses the first two. Into the game, it will be Carson Schwarz here, and Robinson will step out. They've got to protect him with those three fouls. Again, Robinson averaging about 13 points per ball game and nearly 10 rebounds. One thing that he will get in a little bit of uh, foul trouble. Free throw is uh, no good, so he misses both of them and rebounded by Coster. Coster has it on the left side. Nice jump stop. Has a shot blocked as it goes out of bounds off of Dowd. Carter Seidel going to check back in here. For the Silver Hawks, who stay on the defensive end here, as Carney will inbound on the baseline, but clear in the corner over there. Techmeyer will toss in top of the circle here for Coster. Coster elevates from the 15-foot line, and the free throw is no good. And Mays will pull down the rebound. Shot from the free throw line. It wasn't a free throw. Mays has a shot blocked by Coster. They're going to call a foul on Coster, and Coster is incredulous. He fouled him with his knee when uh, Mays fell down. That was the only contact between the two was uh, Mays' hand on Coster's knee. And Coster is going to be called for the foul, and Mays will go to the line and shoot a couple. And the free throw is good here for Mays. Mays with five points. Make it six now. And the lead cut down to eight. And Mays, the left-handed shot is up and good. Bearcats up now only by a touchdown, 35-28. 
Schwarz has the dribble, fakes the pass. Now we'll hand off to Techmeyer, and they're going to throw it, and Koski tries to save it, can't get there in time. Koster evacuated the area that Techmeyer was throwing, and a timeout being taken here by Carney High. They just don't have it in sync right now. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 5.39 to go here, third quarter. Carney still on top, 35-28 back after this. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here to Lincoln Southwest High School. Carney High. Not playing real well here in the second half. They still lead it by seven at Southwest. Driving here is Dowd. Dowd shot off at the free throw line. We'll get the ball out here for Homer. Homer's going to kick it out back to Dowd. Dowd will give it in the right side. Three-pointer too strong here for Cole. Offensive rebound by Mays. And uh, Mays couldn't get that shot to fall, and it's going to be rebounded out of there by Techmeyer. Techmeyer gives it off here for Schwarz, and Schwarz' pass is going to be turned over. It's going to be intercepted. Pass up ahead, driving is Cole. Cole has a shot blocked by Coster, and they're going to call a foul. After the shot, when the ball was loose, and I think they're going to call this one on Carney High. Yep, yeah. Carson Schwarz picked up his third foul as Mays pulled down the offensive rebound. They can cut this lead down to four or five here. Mays behind a three-point arc. He's going to drive, now backing out, working against Clevenger. Throws it in the lane here for Dowd, who gives it back out here for Cole. Cole's three-pointer is an air ball. He tried to save it, and he couldn't uh, get there in time as it goes out of bounds. He stepped on the baseline when he tried to save it. So ball belongs here to Carney High. Cats need to find a way to put their foot back on the gas here. They were rolling in the first half, up by 11. Now that lead's cut down to seven, and it just feels a lot tighter than that because they have really not looked good here in the second half. Actually looked better than an 11-point lead. Barth in the lane, gets it to Techmeyer, and then Techmeyer is going to be fouled. Now that was a nice play. They got on a little post here for Brant Barth, and he posted up and then was able to kick it to two different guys coming through there. Not good spacing there by Carney High. But both both Techmeyer and I think it was uh, Coster recognizing to fill in that area. And it will be a foul here on Dowd. But even with that, you know, you lose your court spacing a little bit. Techmeyer's free throw is good. And he now has six in the game. Lead back out to eight. Back for Carney High, Sam Straka reporting for duty. Koski will come out. And Techmeyer's second free throw is in his hands. It's on the way, and it is good. He makes both of them. Lead back out to nine. So Mays, working against the pressure of Clevenger, brings in the offensive end. Throws it here left side for Bogle. Around the perimeter, they give it back to Mays, who's working now against uh, Coster. He'll drive on the baseline, take it off the glass, and good. Mays, great drive there. As Q 
Shows a lot of quickness. Outlet pass on that left side. Going to be knocked out of bounds here by Carter Seidel. Carney just needs to keep their focus. That's the seeds of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Pioneer know more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weegis or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. Dribbling around the perimeter here is Barth. He'll get it top of the circle for Clevenger, and they work it around the perimeter pretty well. Coster has it on that right side, working against Dowd. He'll drive, take it off glass, no good. Offensive rebound, and then he's going to be fouled. Cannon Coster with the offensive rebound. Can't get the shot to go, but he will head to the line after the foul is going to be whistled on Carter Seidel. So Seidel with the foul. That'll be his second. And again, a 76% free throw shooter at the line. And Coster misses the first of two. 37 30, 3.41 to go here, third quarter. Gavin Drew's checking back in here for Lincoln Southwest. And Coster handed the ball for another free throw. Takes his time at the line, and it is good. So he makes one out of two. Lead back out to eight with 3.40 to go. And Carney going with a little diamond press here. They deflect the ball, does Barth, but Mays has the dribble, works through the defense, drives, dishes, right wing. Bogle has it. Bogle stops outside the lane. Back out here for Mays. Mays working against Clevenger. Will find a cutter, and he'll pass the ball out here for Drews. And Drews with a nice little runner in the lane. Again, they filled that area pretty nicely once they got on the baseline. And we're going to call a little hand check foul. And Bogle can't believe the call. Three fouls against Southwest, four against Kearney High here in the second half with 3.09 to go in the third as a team. Clevenger is at the line. He'll inbound on the baseline here, and he'll give it to Techmeyer. Techmeyer back around the perimeter. Barth had it momentarily. Now Koski's got it right side. Clevenger on that right side gets a screen from uh, Koski, and he'll, uh, from Koster, and he'll kick it out to Koski. He will fire the three. No good, and Mays will pull down the rebound. They kick into the corner on the right side. Transition three up and good for Alex Unzecker. Nice little transition three there. Coster gives it to Techmeyer. Techmeyer spins, and he's going to be fouled before he put up the shot. He got fouled on the spin, so he wasn't quite going up yet. That'll be on Q Mays. That's his third. Team's fourth. Both teams with four fouls here in the second half. Clevenger on the baseline, inbound. And he'll lob it near midcourt, catching it over his shoulder there is Brant Barth. He will give it to Koski. Koski, about 35 feet away, has the dribble, gives it right side for Koski. Koster had it momentarily, and they give it out here on the left side for Barth. Koster, right wing, throws it now for Clevenger. Clevenger back to Koster. The Koski, Koski for three, and he hits it. Barely hit the bottom of the net. Ryan Koski strokes it in. And uh, they stop action here because Trevor Bogle is limping off. I'm not sure if that's a knee or what, but he's coming off and not putting much weight 
on that right leg. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life for two locations in Kearney. And the medical staff is attending to him. He looks uncomfortable. He looks like somebody that maybe something hit his knee, but I didn't see anybody run into him and hit his knee. Now he has a towel over his face. And I think it's a knee injury. And I, I'm actually fearing the worst here because he's got his head draped in a towel. Driving here is Cruz. Cruz outruns everybody, and he's going to be fouled by Koski and will head to the line. Well, they got it up and broke the press a little bit. And a good drive there by Cole. And Koski with his first foul of the night. So he's got two, and the first one is up and good. Cole hasn't been in the line a whole lot. Seven of nine on the season coming into tonight's action. That makes him a 78% free throw shooter in limited attempts, but he helps his average there by hitting the first, and now he makes the second. And it's a four-point ball game. It was 11 points at halftime with two minutes to go here in the third. It's 41-37. Off the screen, Koski. Now we'll give it to Koster. Koster on that left side. Cannon working against a little pressure here by Dowd. Throws it, and saving it is going to be Clevenger. They're going to call him for a walk. I think he took the stutter step before he got the ball myself, but they were talked into it by Lincoln Southwest head coach Alex Baugh there. And Carney High will turn the ball over. That was forced by the pressure, though, of Southwest. So another Carney High turnover. And Cole has it, and will give it off on the right wing in the hands of Hunzecker. Hunzecker gave it away, get it back with a minute and a half to go. They kick it near midcourt. Now left side is Cole. Cole jump stop, flips in the lane, a little bit short, and rebounded by Clevenger. Clevenger with the bound, will throw it up ahead to Coster, back to Clevenger, right side for Koski. Techmeyer now has it, will spin, kick out for Koski. Now left side, three-pointer going to be up, and no good here for Barth. Good look, and it's going to be rebounded by Southwest. So Southwest pulls down the bound after the missed three, and they're going to shoot a three of their own, and it's good. Cole drains the three-pointer as they kicked it in the corner for him, and it's a one-point ball game. And the Southwest crowd, which was pretty quiet, now starting to make a little noise. Coster, penetration, kicks out for Techmeyer. Techmeyer's three, no good, and we got a foul on the rebound, and I think that's going to go on Carney High. It will. Brant Barth walking away, knowing the foul was on him. On the rebound. That's now six as a team against Carney High. Checking back into the game for the Cats here is going to be Joaquin Robinson. Southwest is not let in the ball game. They've got the opportunity to change that right here as Cole brings it across the timeline, giving it left side for Hunzecker. A little drive. Shot going to be blocked by Coster. Loose ball going to be picked up by Dowd. Dowd comes up with it. Penetrates. Kicks. I thought they were going to shoot the three. They'll shoot the two here on the left side. That's good. It rolls around. Hunzecker hits it. So after the rebound, Southwest gets the bucket, and they lead it 42-41. Entry pass down low, and being held is Coster. 
And uh, Bearcats will inbound it with 9.6 to go. That's going to be on Dow. That's going to be his third. In for Southwest, Carter Seidel. On the baseline, 9.5 to go. Cats will inbound it. Schwarz in there for Robinson. Otherwise, it's the starters out there right now. Lob for Coster in the lane. Back to the basket. We'll take it off glass. No good. Offensive rebound. Tip. Going to be good for Coster. Four seconds left. Pass tipped. Coming up with it is Cole. Cole will shoot a three-pointer. That rims in and out. It hit the glass and then rimmed out. So the putback by Coster puts Carney High back on top as we head to the fourth quarter. 43-42. Quarter number four coming up right after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Well, in the first half, Carney High shot 65%. They shot so poorly in the third quarter. Now that percentage is 47%. I don't know what the uh, number is in that third quarter. Don't have it broken down that way. But it wasn't good compared to what they shot in the first half, that's for sure. But Carney High does have the lead, but Southwest does have the basketball as we start the fourth quarter. And on the bounce here is Cole. Cole will give right side here for Bogle. Bogle will spin it into the corner here for Seidel. Who will skip it out for Mays, who will step into a three, no good, and Coster pulls down the rebound. And the way he chinned the ball, you can just kind of tell that he's slipping into another gear here. They give it to Techmeyer. Techmeyer gets a screen from Coster. Back out to Coster, but they read it. It's tipped. It's stolen away by Dowd. Dowd has it knocked away by a hustling Coster out of bounds. So Carney High turns the ball over. But Southwest can't cash in because of the hustle by Cannon Coster. And on the baseline, Trevor Bogle will inbound here for the Silverhawks. Southwest down 43-42. Five-second count going on. They get it in just barely in time. Dowd gets it near midcourt and will give it off to LaQuailen Mays. They give it off here right side for Cole. Spin for Seidel on the baseline. And they find a little cutter here for Dowd. Dowd runner in the lane, no good. And Robinson pulls down the rebound. Good look there for Southwest, but it's no good. And Robinson pulls down the bound here, his fifth of the game. Now Koski on the left wing, working against the pressure of Bogle. Helps give it to Techmeyer. Techmeyer drives the baseline, gives it out, and they're going to call a uh, push-off here on Techmeyer. So that'll be a charge, player control foul on the push by Techmeyer. He was going to kick it out to Coster, and Coster was wide open from eight feet away. But the offensive foul is what set that up. So 
Now in the offensive end comes Mays. Again, an opportunity for Southwest to take the lead back. They've only led once here today. Cole has to top the circle, kicks out for Mays. Mays penetrates, floats in the lane, off the back of the iron, no good. They're going to call a foul here. I think that's on Koski. Yep, that'll be his second. Koski plays really, really good defense. And that's just a somewhat of a touch foul. Mays has a unique free throw shooting style. He starts at the back of the uh, circle there with the ball. Then he steps up to it. And then he dribbles a couple of times, and he hits the free throw. Now, for the second free throw, he starts at the line like most people do. Mays ties it at 43. His second free throw is coming up here. Again, he takes his time at the line, and his second free throw is good. Mays now with 11 in the game. He's the leading scorer here for Southwest, who lead at 44-43. With it on the left side, going to be Clevenger. Clevenger picks it up, tries to throw it in the lane. There's nobody there. Carney High just turned it over, and running through traffic here is going to be Dowd. Dowd kicks in the corner, a little ball fake. Baseline drive here for Cole, who gives it out for Mays. Mays working against Coster, now with direct traffic with 6-12 to go. Southwest trying to add to a 44-43 lead. As they'll set up the half-court offense. Cole kicks left wing for Dowd. Gets it inside. Little post move. Shot going to be no good here for Homer. And rebounded by Coster. And then the ball is knocked loose by Mays. And it goes out of bounds. He was the last to touch it. Southwest right now playing with a a little bit different energy. Looked like in the first half the Bearcats are going to have an easy go with this one. They led by 11 in intermission. And now Southwest has been able to take the lead a couple of different times. They lead it right now with 5.50 to go. Around the perimeter, Clevenger has it. Skips right side for Koski. Over to Koster on the right wing. Koster back out for Koski. Back to Koster. Koster's going to step into a three, and he hits the three. Cannon Koster with the three-pointer, and Bearcats now up by two, 46-44. He's got 14 points, nine rebounds in the game. Left wing down. Almost had stolen away by Koski, but tracking it down is Cole. Cole has his pass knocked down by Koski again. Again, they get it out to Dowd. Dowd drives, runs into Techmeyer, no call, and Robinson will pull down the miss. So Robinson pulls down the rebound after the contact there. That was one of those 50-50 calls, actually 30-33 call, because they could have called either the block, the charge, or nothing. They went with nothing. And Carney High is going to call a timeout here with 5.01 to go in the fourth quarter. It's Carney High 46. Lincoln Southwest 44 with 5.01 to go here. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll be back to Southwest right after this. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. A reminder for you that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. 
And uh, tomorrow we'll have the action for the Bearcats when they return home, take on another Lincoln team. It'll be Lincoln East tomorrow. And we'll have that game for you. The uh, girls' game is get set for a 5:15 tip-off here on KXPN Radio. They blow the horn. Thought maybe they needed to talk to the officials, but apparently they do not. So they'll inbound the ball here to Clevenger. And Clevenger will kick it right side for Techmeyer. Back out for Koski. For Costa, rather. Over to Clevenger on the left side. Three-pointer, no good. Robinson fighting for the rebound. Can't get it. Mays pulls down the rebound. And here comes Southwest on the run. And Mays took an extra step as he was trying to kick it into the corner. So Southwest, with a bit of an unforced error, will uh, turn the ball over. So we'll see if Carney now can add on to their two-point lead. Like to create a little bit of a, a little bit of space here. Techmeyer has it. He'll get a screen from Robinson. Now dribbles top of the circle. A little bit of a mismatch here. And they give it to Coster. To Koski. Back to Coster. Coster kicks left side for Techmeyer. Back to Coster. He's got it top of the key. Dowd's had the job of trying to slow down Coster's done an okay job, but Coster still has 14. Koski gives left wing. Over for Techmeyer. Techmeyer drives, runs into the Defender there, and that's going to be a charge. Good position there for Lincoln Southwest, Carter Seidel. And Techmeyer with his second offensive foul here. That's a true charge before he kind of pushed off trying to create a little bit of space. That's a true charge. And a nice defensive stop here for Southwest. So we'll see if Southwest on the offensive end can cash in. Mays will kick into the corner there for Dowd. Dowd's got nowhere to go, so he'll give it back out for Mays. And Mays back out here for Cole. Back around the perimeter, Dowd has it. Around the perimeter again, Cole. Dowd gets a screen. Mays will spin, takes it off of the iron, no good, and rebounded by Koski. Boy, Koski went a long way to pull down that rebound. And he'll give it to Koster. Koski sets a screen for Koski sets a screen for Koster and they'll give the ball back out here for Techmeyer. Really had, had nowhere to go with it. And now Koster has it. 319 to go. 2-3 zone right now for Southwest. Cats being patient offensively but not really moving a lot without the ball. They're kind of standing around looking at this zone. They're working around the perimeter a little bit. Techmeyer's pass is going to be stolen away. Going to be uh, intercepted. Running through here is going to be Dowd. Dowd finds Mays, and Mays will lay it up and in. Mays with the bucket after Carney High turns the ball over. And again, they're being a little stagnant offensively. Coster is going to penetrate, and he's going to go to the line. Again, as tight as these officials have called most of this game, attacking the basket might be what Carney High needs to do here. And Cannon Coster drew the foul. That's going to be the fourth of the game here on Jacob Dowd. So Dowd with the foul. And a 76% free throw shooter will go to the line here for the Cats. So Cannon Coster's free throw is up and good. Carney High back on top now, 47-46, 2.49 to go. Coster now with 15 in the game.
Starters out there for the Bearcats. Techmeyer, Clevenger, Koski, Robinson, and Koster, who just hit his second free throw, and it's 48-46. Mays here for Southwest. We'll give a left side for Bogle. Carney going man-to-man. Off of the screen, they work it back around the perimeter for Mays. Southwest moving very well without the ball. Mays now is going to back out near midcourt, give it between the circles for Bogle, who gives it now right side here for Drews. Drews kicks out for Cole, back for Mays. Mays is going to direct traffic, give it off for Bogle on that left side, then he's going to come through, set a screen for Cole, gets it top of the circle. Now Mays has it on the right side, working against Techmeyer. He breaks him down a little bit, penetrates, kicks. Here's the three-pointer, and it's good. Cole drains the three-pointer. And Southwest has a one-point lead, 49-48. And then Mays intercepts the pass. He's all alone, and he'll lay it up and in. A costly Carney High turnover. Down by three is the Cats. Robinson, reverse layup, and it's good. They entered on the baseline. Robinson with a reverse, reverse layup. And with a minute 44, he cuts the Carney High deficit down to one. It's Southwest 51, Carney High 50. Bearcats call the timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Back to Southwest right after this. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back here to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth over on uh, Classic Hits 98-9. It's halftime. Wilcox Hildreth leading Axdell 35-15 in the boys' game. The girls' game won by the uh, Wildcats 47-18. So running the baseline here is Southwest facing that full-court pressure. They get it to Mays. Mays across the timeline with no problem. A 51-50 lead here. Fourth Southwest. May is going to be picked up there by Clevenger. Still dribbling, able to create a little bit of space, and Clevenger's going to intentionally foul. I mean, it's not an intentional foul, but he intentionally fouled. And Clevenger commits his second foul, sending Mays to the free throw line. Mays, a 72% free throw shooter, will have the front end of, well, that's now 10 fouls, so he'll have two free throws. So Carney liking their op- their opportunities here offensively. You want to have more, as many offensive looks as possible. The free throw is good for Mays, who now has 16 in the game. And again, this time he does start at the back, steps up with the ball in his hand to the free throw line, dribbles with that left hand, puts up the left-handed shot, and the free throw is good. Makes both of them. 53-50. Cats down by three. And they'll get it right side for Koski. Over for Techmeyer. Techmeyer left side here for Clevenger. Over for Koster. Clevenger top of the circle. Koski, Clevenger, Koster on the left side. Rolls in for Robinson. They double team him. He'll try a reverse layup and he'll score again. Another reverse layup here for Robinson who's got 13 in the game. Mays being pressured by Clevenger. Brings it across the timeline. Outruns everybody. And he has the ball knocked loose by Clevenger. Off of Mays. 
Clevenger forces the turnover. Great defensive play there by Trey Clevenger with 57.3 to go. Bearcats down by a point. They've got the basketball in the hands of Cannon Coster. And he'll kick it back out here for Clevenger. Clevenger right side over for Coster. Boy, Dowd, I thought maybe was going to intercept that pass. Clevenger falls down, and they're going to call the travel. He kind of slipped there. And that'll be a turnover. I thought maybe he got the ball out of his hands beforehand, but the officials say no. A bad break here for Carney High is just that ankle gave for Clevenger, and he turned it over. Southwest calls the timeout with 41.6 to go. They lead it 53-52, and they'll inbound here against Carney High when we come back after this. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's give you a quick game reset. Lincoln Southwest leads at 53-52 with 41.6 to go. Both teams are in the bonus. Southwest is in the double bonus. The possession arrow is pointing to Carney High. Our game reset brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Carney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Acera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. So somebody's going to have to step up and make a play here for Carney High, who are down by a point. Still a lot of uh, chess pieces to move here. Both teams have at least two timeouts left. Bearcats have two, three for Southwest. Dowd on the baseline. Has it tipped by Robinson, and Robinson comes up with it. Who gives it to Coster? Coster drives. Can't get the bucket to fall, but he's fouled. Nice play there by Shiloh Robinson coming up with it. Gave it to Cannon Coster, and Coster fouled by Dowd. Dowd knew that he had four fouls, and this is his fifth and final. Coster will go to the free throw line and shoot a couple. So Drews is going to check in for him. And a 76% free throw shooter will have two free throws here. With 38.1 to go, Bearcats trailing at 53-52. And the free throw is good. Coster now with 17 in the game. In for the Cats is going to be Cannon Schwartz. He'll come in here for Clevenger. Bearcats talking about who's got who, so they're going to be going man-to-man, it would appear, after this free throw by Coster, and it's good. Two free throws by Coster makes it 54-53 with 36 seconds to go. Mays has it across the timeline. Suarez will pick him up. He gets a screen. He'll drive. He'll float. He'll score. 22 seconds left. Inbounded here for Suarez. Schwarz in the offensive end. They look inside for Robinson. He's outside the lane, has it, steps through, shoots, and he hits a tough shot. It's up and in. Robinson with a tough bucket. Nine seconds left. 
Mays, down by one, has it, drives, shoots, runs into Koster. No good. Koski with the rebound and a foul. Koski with the defensive rebound. Shooting over the top of Koster was Mays, who could not get the shot to go. And now Ryan Koski will have the front end of a one-and-one. A 56% free throw shooter. The officials are huddling up here. I'm not sure what they're discussing. I think they might be discussing how much time is on the clock. It says 2.2. So Koski with two free throws. Now, both teams have timeouts. So Koski shooting two. And the first one is good, is no good. Now you said it was an intentional foul. It should have been a one and one. I don't think they called the intentional foul. They did not move the clock. They indicated two free throws. They missed the free throw. Oh, they got to sort this one out. Should have been a one and one. Should have been a one and one, and the free throw was missed. Timeout being taken here by Lincoln Southwest. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. So the officials right now are huddling up, discussing what the scenario here is. Southwest, they were the only ones down there with a rebound, so they should have the basketball. So I think they're going to be talking to the scorer's table, which is too far in front of us for us to know what's going to be happening here. Maybe there'll be an announcement because the PA guy is sitting right there. I believe what will happen is Southwest will not be able to run the baseline, but they will be able to inbound the base basketball on the baseline. And they'll have 2.2 seconds to try to score. They trail at 56-55. Bearcats are up by one. And the officials are talking with Southwest. Carney High is still huddling up. Coach Ba wants an explanation of what's going on here. Again, it should have been a one-on-one. And a timeout being taken by Carney High. Well, this time we will take a timeout. 2.2 to go. And we'll reset this one for you when we come back. Ball will be unbounded on the baseline here with 2.2 here for Lincoln Southwest. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back for the final strange moments of this one. We return to Southwest after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Well, Southwest actually got a break here because they're much more likely to score after a timeout inbounding the ball from the baseline with 2.2 to go versus pulling down a defensive rebound and being clear on the other end of the basketball court with 2.2 to go. Here they can actually cover a lot of uh, space to get started. Actually, they, they did call the intentional foul, so it is going to be Carney High basketball. Well, I didn't understand that part. So the Bearcats are inbounding it. So a huge opportunity here. All Carney has to do is inbound it. They get it to Coster. Coster chins it. And they, they call a foul with one second to go. 
I did not realize that they called the intentional foul there. So Coster will go to the line for the front end of a one-and-one with one second to go. Not much of a chance here for Southwest in a one-point ball game. Now make it a two-point ball game. Coster now with 19. So the second free throw is up and good. Well, if that was an intentional foul and Carney was going to be able to inbound it, there should have been no one down there to rebound for Southwest. So that's what threw me off. I didn't think they called an intentional foul because there were rebounders down there for Southwest. Should have been nobody at the free throw line when Koski was uh, shooting his free throws. That's what threw me off. I'm making excuses for myself. These free throw by Coster, good. So they now lead by three. So if Carney does nothing, as long as they don't commit a foul, the worst they can have here is overtime. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank as the Bearcats it well positioned here to win this one because only one second for Southwest. So they will not really be able to make a move with the basketball. Now, obviously, it doesn't have to be a tip. They'll be able to catch and then shoot, but really won't be able to sidestep or anything like that with one second. We're going to keep it right here. As we'll see what uh, Coach Baugh has uh, drawn up. Because the free throw was made, they can't run the baseline. It does not appear that Carney's going to put any pressure on the inbounder. They're hoping to just kind of stay around the perimeter there and either alter or deflect any ball coming in. Drews will inbound it here for Southwest. He can run the baseline if he wants to. And he will get it into Mays. Mays, one second left. He doesn't get the shot off in time. I didn't, How did he dribble twice and put up a shot in one second? In any event, it is well off the mark. The three-pointer, I think, would have counted had it fallen. And uh, it was not even close. So Carney High holds on here, 58-55 to 55 at Lincoln Southwest. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here from Lincoln Southwest High School as the Bearcats improve now to 9-4 and four on the season. We'll take a break. Back after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. 
Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. And welcome back here to Lincoln Southwest. We're still trying to sort this out because a, a strange moment. Uh, Koski was fouled, and best I can tell, they decided that that was an intentional foul. Again, still kind of confused at what happened because Koski went down, missed the front end of a what I thought was a one-and-one, and, one, and uh, clock didn't run. They then gave the ball eventually after a couple of timeouts to Carney High. So that had to be an intentional foul where you get the, the free throw and then the, the ball back. Strange. But there shouldn't have been anybody underneath the rebound. There shouldn't have been anybody down there uh, for Southwest when Koski shot the free throw if it was an intentional foul because that would be a dead ball situation in any event. We'll have to get this straightened out and hopefully uh, uh, Coach Bronick will tell us what uh, what transpired there. But Carney High wins a strange one here, 58-55, to a game they led by 11 at halftime and really have to hold on for dear life here against Southwest. Southwest is now 4-12 and on the year. Bearcats 9-4. Reminder for you, we'll have their game for you tomorrow uh, against Lincoln East back at Kearney High. The girls' game will start around 5-15, so it'll be around 7-15, 7 o'clock or so right here on KXPN Radio. Strange doing. So link for Lincoln Southwest, let's uh, check the numbers for them. The Quaylen Mays had a nice game tonight, finished with 19 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, Colin Cole... Finished with 12 points in the game. He's filling in for the uh, the ill point guard, Cameron Frederick. Did a, did a nice job scoring 12 points. Alex Hunzecker finished with eight points off the bench. Trevor Bogle with seven points and four rebounds. Carter Seidel had three points and a rebound. Gavin Drews with two points. Jacob Dowd, two points, three rebounds. Cole Homer with a couple of points here in the game. Unofficially, at Lincoln Southwest being 19 of 52, so they shot about 36.5% here in the game. They were 5 of 16 from three-point range. Shot well from the free throw line. They were 12 of 16, so they shoot 31% from three-point range, 36.5% from the field, and 75% from uh, the free throw line. They had 18 rebounds and had uh, uh, only seven turnovers here in the ballgame. Kind of felt like a, a little bit more than that. Uh, the rebounding battle won by Carney High, 26 to 18. That's one of the big numbers here tonight as the Bearcats win this one, 58 to 55. Leading the way for the Cats was Cannon Coster, finished with 20 points and nine rebounds. Shiloh Robinson with a big bucket late, a uh, little up and under move. He finished with 15 in the game and five rebounds. Ryan Koski with uh, eight points and five rebounds. Jake Techmeyer finished with seven points and three rebounds. Uh, elsewhere, Trey Clevenger finished with three points, a rebound. Brant Barth with three points, and Joaquin Robinson with uh, two points and a rebound here on the night. Once again, your final in this one. It is uh, 58 to 55. Kind of to join us to talk about it is uh, Drake Baronic. I got a lot of things that, uh, Coach, I, I kind of want to cover. But first of all, your reaction up by 11 at halftime, and you have to hold on for dear life. Yeah, you know, again, it's a team that can knock down some shots. And, uh, you know, we came out of the halftime a little bit flat. And, uh, you know, I got to get do a better job of um, what we talk about at halftime, I guess. I try to be calm sometimes. I try to uh, blow some blow some guys up every once in a while. And um, my response out of half isn't always exactly what we want. But, uh, you know, to hold on and, and win and, and keep believing, even though, um, you know, it looked pretty dim there for a little bit, um, that's just another credit to our team and our kids that are willing to fight. And, 
and play to the final buzzer. So Yeah, and uh, a couple of big plays. I mean, I, I went through the numbers, but there's a few things that don't show up that Ryan Koski had. He had a huge force, a big turnover yep. down there. Yep. Robinson with the big up and under move yep. uh, underneath. Those are a couple of huge plays for you down the stretch. Yeah, Shiloh's really coming into his own on, on that stuff. When he gets around the rim, he's pretty confident. He's going quick to, uh, to the hoop. And, uh, you know, um, my wife was the one that told me, hey, Shiloh needs to go quicker. Okay, so the one time I listen to her, she's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, uh, so then what I do is I pass a buck and say, Moran, fix this. And uh, Moran has done a really good job up to this point. So, um, you know, Shiloh's success is, uh, you know, a lot to do with him and a little bit to do with Moran, a little bit to do with my wife. <laughs> it's all hands on deck here, right? Yep, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you, you got to have five in the fire, man, or you ain't going to be any good. So there's somebody smarter than, than me at a lot of things. And, you know, you got to just pick and choose what you want to listen to and, uh, you know, Good thing we listened to that. Mays had a, had a nice game there for Southwest. He had the drive late in the game. I want to kind of go through the process here. Yep. Had the drive, had all three shot because of uh, uh, Coster's defense. Yep. And then Koski got the rebound and was fouled. Now help me through because there's some strange things that okay, happened so, from that point. So what happened was we go to the line and shoot a one-on-one, and uh, the referee has an inadvertent whistle. Okay, so we're up one, inadvertent whistle ball goes to the arrow oh it's jump ball at that point yeah and uh, we had the arrow thank god yeah and uh, now all we gotta do is get in bounce and stand around and uh you know so uh pretty fortunate break for us but uh you know you put yourself in position to be lucky sometimes i think honor palmer said something along those lines where you know you uh, the more i practice the luckier i get the harder i work the luckier i get exactly so um you know so uh we've got some fortunate luck here uh during this little run and uh but it's a credit to our kids' it's hard work and the and the belief that they have in themselves that we're going to win a basketball game. Well, that being said, though, had it not been the inadvertent whistle, they would have had to cover the entire distance in 2.2 seconds. That wouldn't have been easy for that, them. And I think Koski was going to have it anyway if the ref didn't step in there and grab it. I mean, Koski's a smart player, and he, and he was paying attention, and uh, you know, so he's going to go grab that thing. So um, it, I think it would have been our ball anyway. So they had four guys standing in the lane kind of looking at each other like a— uh, Are you getting it or am I? Well, yeah, because yeah, so. it hit the ground. Yep. So— uh, Again, uh, a big night again from uh, Cannon, finished with 20. We already talked about Shiloh a little bit. Yep. Uh, and, and Koski's defense, Clevenger's defense. Again, they're, uh, people that don't necessarily show up in the book are really contributing very nicely. You know, It isn't just your, your big scorers who are really an important part of the run you guys are putting together right, right now. I thought Brant Barth came in and knocked down some big shots yep. for us. Um, you know, we all got to take care, better care of the basketball. Um, I think uh, they, they had us scouted pretty good. We like to get that reversal into Shiloh. And, uh, you know, they were sitting and waiting for that thing um, on the extra so we could go high-low to Shiloh. Um, they were jumping that sucker, and we were just blind throwing it. So um, it's got to either turn into a skip or um, we can backdoor that sucker. So, um, you know, we just got to adjust. And then they played pretty solid pack line defense where it's tough to get something at the rim. You got to, you know, drive at some shooters and, and pitch back and set some flares and, um, we haven't we haven't seen a lot of great pack line defense that that's affected us like it did tonight. I uh, had you guys winning the rebounding battle by by eight. I yep. think you take that night in and night out. We we, we preach rebounding, and uh, you know I let the kids kind of come up with some different drills that they want to do at practice this this last week, and they want to do some rebounding. So it's something that they've kind of they've kind of put a pin in their uh, or a feather in their cap on their rebounding, and it's something that means something to them. So. Uh, you know, it's always fun to, to see us go out there and compete. And I think rebounding shows one thing, and that's just toughness. Who wants the ball? 
and uh, I think we're starting to get a little bit toughness ourselves. And one of the things, I mean, I, you, with Koski, you really can kind of see it with him. He yep. has a great sense of where the ball is going, and right. nobody's going to outwork Ryan Koski. Tell you what, it's hard to take him off the floor, even if he doesn't score. You know, and and he just makes so many timely plays. And uh, we need a guy like him that has a little backbone and um, not afraid to go run through somebody. He'll get a ball, and um, so he's paying big dividends for us. And you know, we got in foul trouble tonight, which we haven't really been in in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Shadow has to sit for a while. But uh, um, so, you know, just to be able to respond to that and have Joaquin come in and get us a bucket um, is is good for our team. Well, uh, real quick, uh, let's do a little preview since we're doing the game tomorrow night against yep. Lincoln East. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Spartans. Yeah, that's a good idea in case I forget to come at halftime of the girls tomorrow, right? <laughs> just uh, a friendly reminder. Yeah. Is all. Just a friendly reminder. You know, Lincoln East is a really good team. And, uh, you know, you can see it in the ratings and things like that. They're so methodical with things that they do. Um, they uh, move the basketball really well. Um, they play solid defense. Um, we're not going to get anything easy. Um, and then they, they compete really hard. Um, they're going to be a team that doesn't scare you when they walk into the floor, into the gym, but, uh, you know, they compete and they knock down some shots. Guys understand their role and, uh, you know, they're probably a lot similar to we are. They got a nice big man and, um, a young, nice big man. They drop to a lot. So, um, it's going to be a nice little battle, I think. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, regroup from this and, and get a lot of energy and effort going again tomorrow and come back to our home floor and, um, see what happens. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate, Appreciate your time, Randy. Thanks a lot. Drake Bronick, head basketball coach here at Kearney High. The Bearcats uh, up by 11 at halftime. Hold on for dear life. They win this one 58 to 55 over Lincoln Southwest. As we mentioned, we'll be back uh, with them on the air tomorrow. They will return back to Kearney, taking on Lincoln East, and we'll have coverage of that game around 7 o'clock or so. The girls' game starts at 5.15. Of course, we'll have both games right here on KXPN Radio. Once again, uh, a split doubleheader here as uh, the, uh, the the higher-seeded team on the girls' side, Lincoln Southwest, number four in the state, beat number 10, Carney High, 49-43. to Silverhawks scored the last seven points of that game, and Carney was able to get the last points of this game, and they win it 58-55. to Bearcats scored the last four points of this game here tonight. So whoever scored last in both games ended up uh, picking up the win. So Carney High will be back in action tomorrow. We'll have both games for you, as we said, right here on KXPN Radio. I'm Randy Bushcutter for Engineer Billy Thompson. Back in the studio. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.